I take photographs in my neighborhood. I think that mysterious things happen in familiar places. We don't always need to run to the other end of the world. Photos are a return ticket to a moment otherwise gone. Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio. And this is Ward. And this is episode 195 for the middle of November 2023. And it's November 2023. So winter went away. Winter came. Winter came and and then it went away. So it was like in the 50s today, Fahrenheit. Are you kidding? Really? Yeah. I was running my errands, doing my stuff. I went out and did some photography in downtown Calgary with my son. Which well, I it was nice enough to do while. photography with your kid. Well, okay, yeah. Well, tell, tell me a little bit about that. Um, your- well, it is uh, because of Remembrance Day. I think you call it Veterans Day in the states. We that happened on Saturday, so the the stat holiday is actually today. So, oh, okay. So there were ours a lot of people out shopping. There are people Our- shopping, so it's sort of. Um, and, I mean, downtown is a bit of a shopping hub, uh, but. Uh, Thomas and I were really surprised by how many people there were. I, w- I would say it's sort of like if I went out for a coffee break at 1030 in the morning on a normal work day during the week is what it mm-hmm. felt like. That's how many people there were downtown. Really? So we were just wanting to get out all of a sudden. I think so. And well, we were one, we were two of them. <laughs> so well, you said it was winter was here and then it was gone. And it was gone. Yeah. Everybody was like, woohoo, let's get, yeah, let's get out. Let's get <laughs> out. Do you're going to be spending the rest of the winter. That's right. Get out while you can, Canadians. Yeah. So, So, uh, yeah, it was great. And we did, uh, where there were no people, there was plenty of architecture and interesting low angle light because of the time of year. And it was like mid-afternoon we were there. We were probably an hour and a half walking around down there. So it was really, it was really good. Good for my, uh, because I haven't posted anything in such a long time. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll be, there'll be a few images there that are, that'll be, I think, interesting graphically. So a photo walk with your son photo. sounds like a really nice way to spend the afternoon. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. So yeah. He's... Is he still photographing the little small detritus on the yeah. ground and stuff? Like yeah. That? Oh, there yeah. was some great, there was some great ones, you know, uh, milkshake that exploded. That was <laughs> really? by, <laughs> by a, st- by a concrete staircase that had construction fence and hoarding and tape and, discarded ads and stuff. Oh, he loves that stuff. Yeah. So, oh, really? Oh. So he, okay. he got a few winners and then, uh, there's this brutalist education building that's been abandoned basically since a uh, flood downtown in 2013. And mm-hmm. there was some nice light dappling across it. So I got some pictures of that and, uh, can you get inside there? It. No, no, it's all oh, fenced it's all off. Fun. Oh, yeah. if I, if I really wanted to maybe, but I think it would be illegal. Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was that and just walking up and down. Uh, no, it was really good. Well, maybe we can see some of those pictures when we... I uh, will do my sure. best to get them to Get, get them at least up. one up. Okay, one. one. I'll promise <laughs> to have one. Uh, one there'll shot. be more than one. I'm sure there'll be more than one. We were out there for an hour and a half, I'm sure. Are you, uh, are you shooting with black and white in mind? Yes, black and white in mind. Okay. Oh, probably 90% of the images will be black and white. Okay. Yep. Um, no. that's where my, uh, that's where my heart is. So, and I think in yeah. black and white when I'm shooting. So I, you know, with the, with the light, the way it is at this time of year in New York, it, it, I mean, it's not as low as where you guys are, but you know, we have it for a little bit longer in the day, but it's low and it's just when on a good fall day, you know, Saturday was really, really nice. And it's just, mm. the sun was so crisp. And I was like, I actually love the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the sun setting early. That's a, that's for the birds. I don't know yeah. where that comes from. Hopefully we'll switch it. But that being said, the just the light and the crispness in the air and um, just because there's no haze and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can shoot all day. Yeah. You know, it's not like, after, you know, at noon, the light is low enough that you can still take really nice shots and the light is cool. really nice. So, yeah. But when you're talking about going downtown, I probably should start thinking about going to my downtown area or some of the urban areas just to see how the light is bouncing around in places. Just yeah, if you have glass buildings, it's interesting because it does this crossfire thing and starts lighting the buildings across the street. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the patterns of the panes of glass on the other building. There's some interesting effects, definitely. Mm. Well, you know, we have that Hudson Yards place on the west side of the city, which I mm -hmm. think is an abomination. Um, right. <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, I think, all glass towers and stuff, and so it could make... Yeah, well, we went there, right? Yeah, when... we did. Uh, yeah, we went there. Saw Done. the vessel and all that. That's the all vessel, up there yeah, in yeah. That, na that neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, I, I will say that, you know, I, I don't like it as a separate entity as far as New York goes, and that's just my thing, but it it is very photogenic, and, mm -hmm. and, and because it's on the west side, you know, getting all that uh, golden hour light and low sunset light should be kind of interesting, mm -hmm. so I should probably head out there and have some fun. Uh, but, you know, sort of envious that you get to go out with your boy a little bit and, and, and pretend you're in New York or something like that. But you're in, well, you're it's in not, Calgary. it's definitely not that. It's, uh, yeah, it was not, it's definitely not. Um, although I have to say, the other day, I don't know what I was doing. I had a New York moment. And do you think I could remember what it was? A I'm New like, York moment. It sounds a New like York moment. New York yeah. moment. It sounds like, uh, sounds like you're about to break out into song or something <laughs> yeah, like that. I said lyrics to a song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's a New uh, York minute, I think. Is the New York minute? Oh well, that's true. Yeah. What what could bring on a New York moment? That's going to be, and since uh, and since you don't remember, maybe we can have people who are listening to the show try to you know okay. we'll do like a Mad Libs version of it, like you know, you know Ward's Mad uh, Ward's <laughs> New York moment is blank was well, blank. Yeah. Maybe that will trigger your memory. I almost got run over by a cab. No, it wasn't that. Was that no, true? You know. almost got run no, over. No, no. <laughs> It's all Ubers <laughs> now, and you rarely see a cab anymore. It's, oh, uh, yeah, those poor yeah. cab drivers. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, if you, you know, if at the end of the show you figure it out, just blurt okay. it out. You know, do a squirrel moment. You know, just like okay. I've done I that promise. before. It's well, actually, I do it all the time. I, yeah. You know, if if anything, you'll start laughing, and then you'll tell us what it is. Yeah. Say, what are you laughing about? And so, yeah. well, it sounds like a pleasant day. Our our Veterans Day, I think, was celebrated. It's on Saturday, but it was on. We did it on Friday, which I think is kind of an unusual day to do it. I mean, usually, I guess if it's a, a we have a holiday on Saturday, they do it on Friday. Okay. If it's on Sunday, they do it on Monday. Okay. Like the bank holiday part, but yeah, you know, didn't matter to me. So yeah, but uh, yeah. So what else? What else is going on? What else? What What am I? What am I talking about? <laughs> what I don't I know. Do? What I had are a busy you talking week. about? Yeah, you had a busy. You working? Uh, I did some work. Yeah, I met, uh, had a few jobs last week, you know, video work. Um, those were fun. Yeah. But I had been spending the last week up until Thursday obsessing of, not obsessing, but really just preparing for an artist talk that I had at the, oh. uh, at the Blue Star Parlor Cafe that we would frequent for breakfast when you were here. Yeah, this is a follow-up to your exhibition you've this got is a follow-up to the exhibition yeah and we had actually talked about it me and the owner um before we you know as we were formulating the show that we'd have a show opening and then we would do an artist talk and initially he was he was very excited to do the artist talk a couple of weeks after the opening i'm like no yeah <laughs> like no 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 we got to wait a little while first they just needed time to uh, generate some interest in it and so you know printing up cards and placards and Mm -hmm. putting it around and stuff like that but i had to uh create you know my show i had to talk about what i'm going to talk about or i had to figure out what i'm going to talk about and that That's was cool. a challenge uh mm -hmm. in some way um but i mean i'm just trying to get my get my notes on screen so i can actually see what i'm talking about there we go so yeah so i spent most of the week the show the uh talk was on thursday night and uh, we had a pretty good turnout cool about about twenty-ish people, I mm -hmm. think, showed up, which is which is in that place. It was actually kind of filled up, right? Uh, and I was I was projecting in the back of the place. So uh, I have a video. I took a video of it, and maybe I don't know. I won't have it ready by the time this podcast is ready, but I'll probably put it up on YouTube or something like that. Just to, anyway, because I want to cool. I want to take the show like what I was talking about and put up slides, like actually make it look good. So, mm -hmm. but. I had to I had to think about what the topic was, um, and that was a challenge a little bit. So you know, of course, I always wait for the last minute to do things. I don't know if you don't. Yeah, well, I you, do that I too. Don't, you know that about me. I don't know. I, well, we, I, do, I think we're both we both we're both like that. Category. Yeah, yeah. I have a month to do something, and the last day I'm doing this, and so I knew about this show for a while, and it just took me 
last week to do it. So I came up with the title of the show. It's still based on my zines. The name of the show is 11218 plus, which is the zip code, you know, and surrounding areas. But I called it the art of noticing photography close to home. Mm. And it was, you know, because the photographs that I was showing and the ones I want to talk about in the show are all stuff that I photographed in my neighborhood and slightly surrounding areas wherever I could walk within an hour-ish, you know, because I right. do most of the photography during a walk. Um, I wanted to talk about, you know, photographing one's neighborhood, but in the sense of not just taking fun pictures, but in the sense of trying to preserve a history or create a history of the neighborhood that one lives in. Right. And so I, I thought it would be good to use my pictures and the show as sort of a conduit to, to talk to people about doing that. I mean, I figured the people who were coming to the show were probably somewhat interested in photography. Right. Uh, you know, everybody's got a camera these days. Anyway, so the idea of passing along some sort of my enthusiasm for capturing the small minutiae details of the place that we live in and, and, trying to get other people to get excited about that and so it was kind of a mix i mean i like showing off my pictures mm -hmm. a lot of the people who were there you know i asked and they said how many people follow me on facebook because i post a lot of my pictures in the in the in the uh, neighborhood facebook groups and and so a lot of people knew my work already so mm -hmm. some of the stuff they might have seen already and whatnot but again it was just as a uh, you know sort of a uh introduction to like how you know what can you start to look for so it was really nice to try to put that together mm. as a uh, as a sort of coherent um thought process cool and uh yeah so of course i had to bring in uh at the beginning i was I debated about bringing in some photo history and i'm like oh screw it i'll do it <laughs> and yeah and because i thought it was you know and you know i could have gone further i mean you know we if we start talking about photographers who Capture the areas they live in. The it's an endless right. list, right? You know. So uh, I can guess. Well, I sort of know already, but I can guess like New York photographers in New their York local photographers. Yeah, I you know I almost I almost I thought about putting Ache in there. Of course, I'm pronouncing his name wrong, so forgive me, uh, French people, for butchering his name. But I figured it would be a little too. You know, I don't want to go that far into right. you know with his documentation of paris right paris, or france. Yeah. it was paris, paris. Right? Yeah. but i figured i would i would use you know the, the person who's his conduit into the united states and that was bernice abbott mm -hmm. uh and when we went when you were in town we we did go see the bernice abbott stuff right or we just saw the richard abbott no we didn't see, no, no no you were it wasn't you it no, wasn't you no, we, wasn't we went me. to see Sorry, I'm getting you mixed up with my friend Gino. No. Well, there, there's that, but then you, that's one friend. The other friend was the your other photographer, uh, Eugene Smith, right? Oh yes. Well, okay. So two photographers, yes, uh, Bernice Abbott and Eugene Smith. Well, we'll do. Well, the Eugene Smith, I was definitely thinking about you. Yeah. In a way, because we watched the uh, Minimata uh, movie with uh, Johnny Depp, and we went on Sixth and uh, and we went to the jazz in front loft. of the jazz loft. Yeah. Yeah. But what occurred to me was was Smith had done not only the jazz loft pictures in the jazz loft, but you know he photographed his little block out of his window, and that was literally just one block from Twenty Seventh Street to Twenty Eighth Street on Sixth Avenue, and he did it from that crazy window with that uh, torn up uh, black stuff on it, mm -hmm. and and all the different shots. I mean, of course, I only showed three images, but like all the different types of pictures that he was able to capture up there and all the different life events that were happening just outside of his window, I thought was a really good example mm -hmm. of, of that. And that's just one block, you know, I'm not talking about like an entire neighborhood or, or entire zip code. If he was doing the zip code, that would actually have been my old zip code when I was growing up. One, I think it was one zero zero one zero. I think that was his as well. Um, so anyway, it was, it was nice to show those pictures off because I got to show a little, a little photo history in the process i think that's a valuable thing mm -hmm. but the bernice abbott i always realized with bernice abbott we need to i would like to do a, a deeper dive with her sometime with you but you know in the late 20s she was doing the um her project changing new york or at least it, it became a book called changing new york but there was a show at the met um at the same time that avidon show was there and it was a bunch of her pictures from photo albums 
there were mm. prints that she had made like in drugstores, you know, like just small little like two by three size oh, photographs. Like, like drugstore chemist, like drugstore chemist things. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was, and, and these pictures were on display from the photo albums. So the pages of the photo albums were torn out and then, you know, oh. framed up on the wall. And so it was like a series of pictures, but she was, she was covering a lot of New York. And I always think that New York city, all of New York city was her, you know, her neighborhood. Mm. And so the way she was covering some of the details, I think what were the pictures, some of the pictures I showed were like her photographing through shop windows, like of a barber shop or like a mannequins through a window or like laundry hanging up on the, on a string between, you know, uh, tenements. Uh, or stuff like that, and that was kind of where m my photography, I think, was was aiming towards these little sort of, you know, weird details right. that are in a neighborhood. But I always think that I've had her in my DNA for a very long time, mm -hmm. the Bernice Abbott. So, anyway, uh, oh, one of the fun things I did in this in this slideshow. Well, first, I wanted to talk about like you know the, the fact that photographing, you know, we're creating a history. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, of if if you're going to do that and you're going to be deliberate about it, you can create a history of your own neighborhood, and by the all the imagery that you create, it's sort of a mosaic that creates a uh, you know all the different parts of a mosaic that can create an entire image. But in the um, in the show, which people didn't know about, I had found this picture. Actually, found it on a news site, a Brooklyn news site. But then I, I hunted it down on the Library of Congress. It's this aerial picture. I might have talked about this in a, a million shows ago. An aerial picture of the neighborhood called Ditmas, which is kind of my area. It's also part of my 11218, you know, walking spaces. Right. Uh, it's an aerial taken in December of 1907 of this area called Ditmas Park, or they still call it Flatbush. And it was uh, when these buildings these houses were looked like they're pretty brand new in fact a lot of the houses still have the plaques on them when they were built like the 1907 mm. 1898 whatever and and i don't know any context to this image in fact in the library of congress it didn't say anything it just tells it december 1907 and it says the photographer company that took it but for some reason someone decided i think i'm guessing it's a balloon right. i don't know what else would they would send yeah. up a balloon that made a panoramic of this picture so you can see that there's a curvature from the uh from the distortion in the lens or something like that. But anyway, it's such a detailed picture. You can actually look into, like you zoom up in Photoshop and you can see like like window sills and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. And anyway, I showed this image and nobody had seen it before. All right. And it's like, this is like, for some reason, someone was photographing the neighborhood back then. It was probably some geological thing or uh, geological, uh, because the buildings were newer area, maybe it was for the city. Who knows? There was some official yeah. reason. It, it didn't seem to be done for any art reasons. So, and and I, I side placed my you know one of my moon over Brooklyn, my moonrise over Brooklyn shots, mm. <laughs> as, one, as as one of the like my not my version of it, but you know I, you know, I'm taking the picture more for artistic sake. Of course, I'm doing my homage to to Ansel Adams every time I do this. Right. But there's some sense of looking at the skyline of my neighborhood and and placing it in time so anyway uh very cool yeah and and so i went through but what, i'll just give you some of the titles of of what i was talking about the power of the power of observation mindfulness so the idea of of being deliberate and being mindful when you're walking around and so that you're in tune with the surroundings right not being distracted so part of what i'd like to talk about is that you're going out deliberately and taking pictures and not i mean it's okay to grab something if you see something that's really unique and grab something while you're walking with your camera right but that's that I, um uh, ralph gibson's point of departure don't just go stand by the drugstore hoping something will come go with an intention Is go with an intention really yeah 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 uh and again it doesn't take away from like i'm walking around to the grocery store and i have my phone and all of a sudden i see something that's interesting and i'll take a picture of it and it'll be part of this project so that's mm -hmm. fine but I like that idea of being mindful because then you're then you're getting into a mindset of wanting to take pictures and, and, and looking for things and trying to get out of the mindset of destination and walking and getting into a mindset of observing, observation. Uh, what was the other thing I talked about that was kind of cool? Uh, oh, the fact that I was like in the same way that, uh, uh, 
Eugene Smith was photographing his one street. When I started in my neighborhood, I started walking around Ocean Parkway, which is the street I live on, mm -hmm. and photographing, you know, you, you've done pictures of when you were here of people sitting on the bench. In the bench, yeah. Yeah, the bench life. But but also saying that the one, I, I call this slide the microcosm of society, one street story. Mm. So how much that I could find of life that is it is shown on just one street. And in this case, Ocean Parkway is a very long street and very uh, busy street as well. But there is all sorts of things that I've you know been able to find, like abandoned furniture and a memorial for someone who got killed and a lost baby carriage and uh, a man holding his uh, uh, religious beads in his hand and, and thinking about all the different people sitting on the benches and all the different life's things that go on mm -hmm. on just one stretch of road you know uh so that was fun to talk about and then you know just unnoticed details things that are hidden i think the details tell a lot about the people who put them there or you found these things there right. like little art pieces or things hidden in their driveway and stuff like that uh did when you were here did you see the old car did i point out yeah. that old yeah the old caddy the old caddy yeah 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 <laughs> so so I, I, I think I about, have pictures of it myself. You too. took pictures of it yeah, too? Okay. Yeah, okay. So I used that as a, this was always funny because I used that as a, um, uh, an example of uh, embracing change, documenting transformation, right? Mm -hmm. It's the one thing that I think I photograph constantly that has been changing over the years and I sort of know the story about it or I know, I know a story about it. I don't know the story about it. But what was funny was when I brought the picture up I could hear the audience, like not moaning, but there was a reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like oh, this thing. <laughs> yeah, because people know about, or like it's it's there. It's this, yeah. you know, giant sixty-five Cadillac Fleetwood, I believe it is. Okay. The, the person who owns it has two of these things, that I have no idea how they move how they move them around the streets, but there's a whole bunch of dialogue that comes up in in the Facebook groups about it. Mm. People complain that it's taking up parking spots so yeah. what i mean yeah. uh or it's an eyesore or whatever and it's obviously some gentleman is is restoring them so i i was able to put multiple shots of it in different states which i thought was <laughs> which was interesting because i said the the cars become a fixture in the community sparking conversations debates and memories and i think the debate part was the was the the main trigger there yeah, yeah i think it is <laughs> You know, but but that was just it was great to have those pictures as an example of um, of transformation and stuff like that. But that, getting people into that idea that recording things in their neighborhood is is useful because they don't know when things are going to change or if they're right. going to change. And if and if, if you want to be part of that neighborhood, if you if you care about it and live in it, I think it's it's a, probably a valuable thing to do because also I was saying that our pictures are probably going to outlast us. Mm. most likely in some in some form or another and uh, hopefully they will and yeah. you know someone 50 years from now just like we're looking back at you know William, you know Eugene Smith's pictures or Bernie Sabbath's pictures someone's going to look at our pictures at our time and trying to figure out what's been going on mm -hmm. so and I did talk a little about Polaroids uh in the sense of you know the artifact of the moment and that I took Polaroids a lot during the pandemic yeah, because it gave me a physical artifact of the time that it was photographed in, and I thought there was something right. Valuable. And it's it is the the only right. It's it is the digital. only. It was it was that too, but it, it it was also more about the the time period. And I and I realized I wasn't trying to push Polaroid as much as I love telling people about Polaroids and stuff like that. You know, it's not for everybody. But I thought you know print a print as an artifact or a book, right? As an artifact, even like your the book that you guys made your. Mm -hmm. um, um, between dust and sky is mm -hmm. an artifact of the time that you made it. And mm -hmm. once it becomes something physical, I was thinking like, you know, once you go and make a print of something that you've, that you have, and maybe you write a date on the back of it, right. Or, yeah. or some, some kind of thing it will become an artifact of that time, even if it was yeah. photographed, you know, prior to that stuff. So I was really trying to get them to, to consider, you know, also making these artifacts so that those will also live on into yeah. the future so it was it was a it was a really good chat and we'll get some really good questions from people uh, i don't remember them right now but <laughs> well, do you have a question that you would have liked to ask me <laughs> um, 
I don't well, know. I mean, I'll like, ask if you the were basic there, one. So yeah, and I, I would be. I would. I, I didn't say you know, I wouldn't heckle you or anything, but I, I might ask some questions. You probably heckled me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do <laughs> that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't distract uh, the crowd. No, I know that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, I, I'm. I guess the, a basic question is. I live in my neighborhood. I think it's really boring. What it is, what can I do? And basically, uh, basically the content of your, of your talk is going to help with that, right? Like start looking for the minutia, start looking for patterns in your neighborhood. Right. Um, start looking at even the things that you think are boring and, and, and recording those. I mean, we, we tend to always edit, we pre-edit in our heads, right? Yeah. Right, because you're looking around and you're saying your brain is saying no, 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 and then you're then you're an hour later. I'm like, I just wasted my time. I didn't take any pictures. Mm-hmm. The thing is to stop doing that, to stop editing in your head, and and let the uh, I want to say let the camera drive you, but that's not really a practical thing. But to really, I, you know, I don't know if there's like a practical thing to say like, well, turn that off. I mean, oh, what the hell you can turn off. Mm-hmm. But when you start to edit in your head, you're you're gonna just there's gonna be a lot of no, right? Yeah. And and the idea is to turn that off somehow. Yeah. Well, that's uh, perfect advice. Right, and that's you know, great. and everything everything that you look at that you say no to would be the one that would say, okay, yes, take a picture of. It. If something does say no to yeah. you, then then take it because it's obviously a trigger something you've looked at it you've made some sort of judgment on it and you know it's like Seinfeld when George does the opposite yeah which I thought was a brilliant episode I don't know if you remember that episode but no but it reminds oh. me of Spongebob Squarepants too oh, opposite well, day yeah Patrick <laughs> Starr decided he wouldn't breathe <laughs> that was great <laughs> I never saw that that's fantastic you know just do the if something does come up that was what dr- drove me it was that I would start to take pictures of the things that I thought I wouldn't take pictures of. Hmm. And not everything works out, right? No. But what the A it doesn't cost me any money or time. Even in your really... best street session, not everything just gonna turn out. Right. Yeah. And and so there's no harm in taking it. I always tell my students when you're walking down the street and you see something and your brain says, I wonder if that would make a good picture. But then yeah. you, then you keep walking on and you don't. I'm like, you know what? If you're if you say that, then you stop and take the shot because you're going to be a block later. And then you realize, yeah, geez, I should have taken that shot. And when yeah. you get back, it's going to be different. The dog yes. will have moved and the light has changed. You know, the story of that photo walk will be the picture you didn't take instead of the one right. you did. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst feeling. Yeah. Try so, never to have that feeling. And, you know, I think part of it, you know, we're talking about your neighborhood being boring. The other part is if you start thinking about the individual pictures, sure, that could be boring. I mean, I look at the pictures. And maybe as individuals, some of them are really good. Some of them are just, mm. but together, I think as a as a as a tapestry, as part of a mm-hmm. tapestry, and that's when they start to come together. Like you know, when I do all those, the the fire hydrants, the multicolored fire hydrants, they're not necessarily individually all that interesting. There are some that are really kind of cool, and some mm-hmm. of them are not. But when I when I see them together in sort of the the uh, <laughs> the method of our. Uh, I'm, I'm spacing out on their names now. The the show that the uh, the German photographers that we saw at the Met. Oh, the Beckers. The Beckers, Beschers, yeah. Or Beschers. Sorry about yeah. the pronunciation. Beckers, yeah. Like them, like doing this typology of uh, you know when you're see, seeing everything together. I mean, I'm not comparing myself to their work. Their work was no, <laughs> woohoo. Yeah. But the idea of having multiple of the same thing. Uh, and then suddenly you start seeing, then you start doing comparisons, right? Yeah. And then, then there's a draw to them. Like, why are so many, why are so many fire hydrants painted? Why are they painted this color? Why is this yeah. one not painted? Why is this one had a different kind of bolt on it than this one? Like, there's all this stuff. So the the pictures are a conduit for an exploration and a, an examination. Right. Of also, so, too, that that composition or that putting together of all those hydrants in one image is it's musical. It's almost musical. Mm, mm-hmm. And so you have the quiet passages and you have the noisy passages. You can't have a piece of music where it's all loud and mm, well-defined, right? Yeah. You need the quiet bits. And that's sequencing a book is the same thing. You can't have it all. Everyone has to be a ringer. 
That's you know, it's true. not yes. it's the not meant to be next, unless it's it's a greatest hits anthology of every. But that's not that's not would never be my point of creating a photo of creating a photo book. No, I mean there it, might be a good time to do a greatest hits, but you know you're going to be waiting for a long time to do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. shooting at the rate I'm shooting these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Long yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 using those hydrants is sort of a, a you know a, a macro micro version of the whole project overall, right? Mm -hmm. So looking at all the images and, and items and and detritus and details and whatever that I find together paint a picture of of an area uh, through my eyes, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm what I'm focusing on and stuff. So yeah, you know, going back to your question is like yeah, you know consider like obviously you're going to do more pictures over time so like the one day you go out you're not going to grab everything so yeah there might be boring things but photograph those yeah. and and keep doing it like okay well i'm gonna and walk the same like often try to walk the same route not every day but try mm -hmm. to come back on the same route so you can start seeing things that change because once okay. you start walking the same direction you go to the same place you will start seeing things that are that evolve or devolve or change over time and and those are the things you can record. It's almost a geological uh, response yeah. to to the the place that you're 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 visiting. You know, if you go well, to one I place can... for one day, you're not going to see anything. You know, and, and anyway, every now and then on Facebook, I get like, "Here's a photograph you took in 2014." I'm like, mm, "That view's not possible anymore." <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know that that building is not in the place, or that doesn't exist anymore. You know, the old. Cecil Hotel, for instance, that I shot in 2014 is gone. Yeah. Long gone. So, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. And I agree completely. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's important to do. I mean, you know, not every, it's not everybody's cup of tea, mm -hmm. but, you know, as we're moving into the, the winter time and people are starting to hunker down and starting to trying to figure out what to do. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not always good to go out in the middle of, the weather but the weather shouldn't be an issue when you're going out for it shouldn't be the reason you know unless it's a total disaster but like if you're trying to figure out something to do mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out what you want to take pictures of you want to just keep going you know i think that i think it's a good idea uh to do that and you were you were recording neighborhoods too right yeah it's still and i actually went and i recorded another neighborhood yesterday or the day before just because i drove by it and it was these buildings right up against the sun like, well, I, had, I was doing some other things, and I thought I'd just go back along the expressway and up into that neighborhood and see what I could photograph. Just a line of buildings on the very edge of the neighborhood shot from the construction area that's not built up across the street. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that kind of, whatever you want to call it, urban inevitability. There was a mm -hmm. sequence of pictures mm -hmm. I had several years ago, 2017. I think I called The Future is Calling, and it was about the growth of neighborhoods on the north ed the north edge of Calgary. And um, so I would probably end up making that part of that series. Mm. It's just like, there was nothing here a few months ago. Now there's all of these homes here, you know? So I, yeah, I find it fascinating, maddening, saddening, interesting. It's inevitable. That part, inevitable inevitable part of, yeah. part of living yeah. in a, a landlocked city that has nothing around it that can just grow, nothing stopping it yeah. from urban sprawl, right? There's no lakes or rivers or anything or oceans to stop it from, from getting larger. It's just going to push out into the prairie. Mm. You know, I wonder if doing this kind of stuff is, is sort of a solve to uh, the feelings that we have when the neighborhoods change. You know, we get all upset that, oh, that place is gone and has been replaced by this thing and, mm -hmm. and all we do is is lament on the old and rather than saying okay well that's like you said the inevitable change of an urban landscape mm -hmm. it's been happening forever right mm -hmm. you know we we some of us say oh well the old penn station for instance that was a disaster but mm. <laughs> you know okay that happened and and now we're moved on and there are new things to fill its spot, not as nice looking, but probably as worthy of photography or recording as, as anything is. Although it won't, won't seem like it at the time, right? No, it won't seem like it at the time, you're, no. you're spending your time kind of pining for the way it used to look. Yeah, 
Yeah. And if you were there and you have pictures of the old building, then good on you, right? Right. You've had that experience at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with you completely. I think, uh, and today even like, uh, this photo walk I took with my son, it was just like, oh, there's these things in these murals, these, these giant murals on the side of buildings that I hadn't seen because I hadn't been really downtown in a few months and, or downtown at least to look or to do a photo walk for months. And so that was, uh, it was interesting to see that there's one of a peregrine falcon. I think it was, it was not an eagle. I think it was a falcon. And it was enormous. I think it was 10 stories high, maybe eight stories high of this enormous wow. bird, just of the head of the... the oh, just the head, not even the just whole Just the bird. head, not even the whole bird. <laughs> just the head. And like the, the, the eyeball was maybe 20 feet across. Like, wow. I, I got that in my collection. I'll see if I can get that one out okay. for you again. That's actually one of the things I was talking about. I did show some of the murals in our neighborhood. Uh, a couple of them, you know, I would say street art murals. They they can kind of mix together. And there was one on McDonald Avenue of this giant American flag with a snake. And I think it says, what did it say? I don't know if it says the don't tread on me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I got a picture of, you know, the, the inevitable picture of someone walking in front of it, you know, for scale and just, uh, you know, maybe a bit of irony or something like that. Right. And and now it's been totally covered over with with other graffiti, and so it doesn't exist anymore in the state that it was in. Yeah, yeah, it does say no, don't tread on me. It's a nice, it was a nice mural, and I the photographer did it in black and white. Is that by the fire hall on Cortelia Road there? Is no, no, it was. I was in the, thinking it was of something a direction else. that we didn't go in. It was under the elevated okay. train on McDonald Avenue, in the opposite oh, way also. that we usually didn't go. But okay. there's that, and another mural um, of some. Uh, uh, Muslim women that are painted inside of a gas station is a beautiful mural. I've taken pictures of it in a, in a hamburger truck, a food truck. And both the mural of the snake and the food truck, they're gone, right? Mm. The, the, the food truck is part of a restaurant that's no longer there that closed up about, about a month ago. Mm. So that truck is no longer any, any, around anymore. And the mural with the snake is now covered over with graffiti and now trucks are in front of it and you can't really see it anymore. So Again, it's this transient thing. It's great, great that you recorded those those murals in 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 the city because, mm. again, you know, at some point they won't be around, and you know, I don't know. It's there's something about it, and I, I might sound like a broken record here about this kind of stuff, and it, it's not the only kind of photography I want to do. No, but it's it's I'm capable of doing it, and I don't see why I ought not to. No. Uh, and it has value in the in your viewership and at this, you know, at, at the uh, blue star and with the group that attended, they wanted to see and hear you speak. So I think that's, uh, well, on top of affirmation. that, it is. And on top of that, because I tried to push this out, I got called, I pushed this out with like a lot of press releases to blogs and stuff like that. And, uh, I have a Facebook friend who's uh, the meteorologist at news 12, which is a local news, um, network in they've got i think multiple news 12 bronx news 12 brooklyn news 12 long island oh, I see. Okay. so he's part of news 12 brooklyn and he likes my pictures and so we talk a lot and and i asked him i said can you tell anybody at you know at news 12 if they're interested in coming down and seeing the show i i also want to push the show um not just the show i'm not into just pushing myself but the cafe blue star mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's the, the guy who owns it. His name is Sherman and he's made the space available to me as an art gallery. And he's going to be doing that more. And I think as a community space and, and what he's doing for the community is great. And I really mm -hmm. would want to get the press out there to like, you know, Hey, have a look, this is what's going on in this little neck of the woods in Brooklyn, which I don't think there's a lot of, you know, we've had notorious things happen in our neighborhood, which I won't talk about, but you know, I like, it's the good news. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, this is Thursday. We're, 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 we're recording on Monday. So this was last Thursday that I had the talk and I got an email from them on Friday saying from the news company, from the news 12 saying we missed your talk, but we want to know how long the show is up for. And I said, it's until January. And if you, if you want to, you know, here's my number. And if you want to call me and talk to me about it, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I'm available all the time. And then they called me on Saturday and say, are you available today? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, sure. 
we'll come down at three o'clock. I'm like, what do you mean? Like interviewing? I'm like, yeah, we'll give camera and interview and stuff like that. And I'm like, fine. Cool. So I called up uh, Sherman at Blue Star and said, hey, are we cool for sh having the press here? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So three thirty, you know, I'm sitting there. A reporter comes in. You know, these and days this is for the six o'clock news, probably it was for the 10 p.m. 10 oh, for the news, 10 actually. p.m. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was going to be from some later segment of like lifestyles in Brooklyn. Or something. She, yeah. she said, she said, no, it's for tonight. I was like, I was like, boy, you're going to be a fast editor. Uh, and, you know, because it's a small news uh, station, they um, they they do run and gun stuff with a single reporter. So she's setting mm -hmm. up the camera. And this, you know, she's recording the sound and whatnot. So, yeah, feelings about that is but anyway. But <laughs> she was really nice. Uh, yeah. What was her name? Uh, uh, Asha. I'm probably pronouncing her Asha McKenzie. And she knew the meteorologist. He, he just recently moved from Brooklyn to uh, to do Brooklyn um, uh, or Brooklyn weather mm -hmm. to New Jersey. So. He's he's mm. he's a traitor. <laughs> he moved. But he's still but working for the station, or it's he's still the same now? station. Yeah, same station. Oh, it's News Twelve. It's News Twelve. Not not. It's just he just shifted. Uh, and she uh, was also uh, an anchor with him, so she. Mm. It's like I'm like boy. He moved to New Jersey. What a I said, what a traitor. He said, yeah, I know. I miss him. Anyway, I'll put the I'll put the video in the show notes so that people can watch. But they they made a little great three minute segment about it cool. and what was really funny was or cool was at the beginning of the 10 o'clock segment there was like the news about this thing and the news about that thing and a photographer in brooklyn like i was the third thing and <laughs> cool. that was like wait a minute i wasn't even expecting that so nice. she she talked to, and again it was it was talking about like how one photographer is you know looking around and seeing the beauty and in the they said the masterpieces of of uh, what was around so i was re and then they got uh sherman on too they talked to him although they didn't oh, put his friend. name there yeah so i fire up my web browser at 10 o'clock at night and i had to uh i ended up shh, don't tell anybody but i okay. screen recorded it <laughs> oh because I, I didn't know, I didn't know if they were going to put a link up. She said she would send me a link, and so there was a link. Um, but I don't know if everybody it was just for the, the segment or for the whole. Broadcast. Yeah, they break down all the segments and links, and they actually wrote some. They wrote, I think they basically uh, wrote down what she, what she said in the whole thing, and it was part of the text. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll put the link in the notes as well. I don't know if it's only local. Like if I sent it to you. I don't know if you can see it because it's News 12 or if it's just a I think, it's well, a it's a broadcast link. news, so it should be public. I think I should be able it to. It should be public, okay. But, you know, she, I, I, I wish she would have white balanced the camera a little bit better because I look kind of like a zombie. <laughs> so I took the clip, I took the YouTube clip, and I, I tried to color correct it a little bit to give it some warmth and stuff like that. And, and to be fair, that... Sherman needs to work on his lighting in the, in in the Blue Star. It's a little too such a critic. I am a critic. Well, but you know, you know, you go into a place you want warm light. Look you at want, you yeah, know, exactly. You yeah, some, I know. I know. Right. Yeah, I, I, you'd be the first one to say, "Oh, really? I should change the lighting." Oh, like, yeah, you should change yeah. your lighting. So it it was it was a good experience, and I and I liked I I liked that that voice. My voice of what I want to do is getting amplified. Mm. And again, I don't really, I'm not gaining anything. I mean, of course, I, I, you know, there's a part of me that would say, geez, I really like being on TV for a while, but I'm, I've done this stuff before. It's like, it's mm -hmm. nothing new. It was kind of fun to do it, yeah. uh, but it doesn't serve my ego totally. Like I, I need all this kind of stuff, but the, no, but I mean the zines, I mean, I see that the same impulse in your zines, right? You want to get that stuff out there. You want to show, you want to share, right? Yeah. And I want to inspire, I want people to do more of it too like I, I like that idea that you know if maybe one or two people uh, continue to do this because they 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 saw my work or heard what I was talking about right. and then they do that and then you know it, it 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 goes on to other people in fact actually my friend Leslie was there and she said something nice in the sense of like she's likes my fire hydrant pictures and now she's finding herself looking at fire hydrants differently mm -hmm. You know, cool. and it's like a small thing like that. And I, you know, I'm obsessing about fire hydrants. Or who cares? I mean, I think they're really cool looking. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know, and and they all have different dates on them too. Some of them, I found they're, one. I should have I should have photographed. 
Yeah, and I should have photographed the dates on them. Some of them are painted so much that you can't see the dates. But like one was like 1907 or something like that. Anyway, it's the same design forever. But but to have that effect on somebody that they they can start to see other things and details uh, is it's that is where I that's the reward, you know. Mm. And especially if someone shows me the work that they've done, you know, I get that kind of reward when I or when I run a photo class and someone comes back with a picture that like oh you know they paid attention to what I was talking about not my picture maybe but like some someone else's picture that I showed on the screen or yeah. something like that and they're like that that made an impact and that that really that's the feeling that's like that's the excitement and happiness I get yeah, from it that's great um so I, I I sort of threw it out there that maybe maybe there would be a uh I might try to start a you know you guys have beers and cameras Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna see if I can start a coffee and cameras, cool thing. And uh, what do you guys do? It once a week or once every other week? Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it's, maybe I would oh, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. No, it's just a gr- a small group of us get together. How many people? It's as much. So, well, right now there's only six. That's a nice number. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah we get together. It's it's uh, a, a nice cadence. You're like okay, I can do this. It's sort of like date night with your wife, right? It's just something you do that you can look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and get you out of the house and and build a peculiar skill like uh, learning uh, different beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, it, at least you have that. Yeah, I don't know it's funny. I, mean. I went out with uh, with my wife and son to a restaurant that I had been to as part of the beers and cameras pub crawl kind of thing. And I'm like, sit down. And I'm like, this is the these are the beers that are good that I think it will be good. And this hamburger is good, and the black bean burger is good. I'm like, I'm all full of recommendations. Like, she doesn't need to, she's just going to order whatever she wants. She doesn't need to sit down and listen to her husband rattle off all of this, you know. Yeah. I get the look, and then, like, I guess she's just going to order whatever she's going to order. It's fine. We're good. Well, it sounds like the beers are just as important as the cameras. In, in yeah, oh, absolutely. Scenario. For the for yeah. the evening, yeah, that's what you're, you're going over the what's on tap list for sure. Yeah, I don't think we would have the same thing with the coffees and cameras because uh, not quite of a coffee taster thing there, but I think it's a catchy. I think it's a catchy name. Yeah. So, so I am working on the logo now. So, but oh, I thought cool. what I would yeah, <laughs> thought I would do is, in fact, I told the people who were there. It's like if anybody's interested in doing something like that, and maybe even we can do a collective magazine about with with more neighborhood pictures so mm-hmm. that, that would be kind of a great thing to do so a collaboration with other people uh and you know it sounds like a great winter thing to do you know or when when everybody's sort of hunkered down don't know what to do or depressed because there's no light or something like that i figured yeah. it might be worth it might be worth a, a shot so yeah, so that was my week. No, <laughs> it's a, cool. a long. I almost I didn't. I'll do more talking next time. I promise. Well, you know, we did have a we did have a topic to talk about, but I I want to give it some um, give some, it the, the time give it, it some deserves. good thought and time. Yeah. yeah, that it deserves. Maybe I could just we can uh, do a little, um, you know, a little uh, taster here, but. Uh, it it well I won't I would uh, the the hints will be without giving something away it it does have something to do with um, our photo diaries or at least the way I'm uh, recording yes. this thing that we wanted to talk about uh, and it I won't uh, that's all I'll say maybe we'll do it next time okay maybe we have, we, have a, we have a topic for the next time and then maybe we can actually share some of the things that we're doing anyway I'm talking about it too much and I'm building it up too much so I don't want to do that uh, anyway. That's that's all I've got. I think, I think I think we gotta we have a show okay. here. All right. Yeah. I'm, what I'm do, what you. do you think? Yeah. I all think right. we're good. Uh, so that means I have to come up with a new name for the show. <laughs> I was gonna name it for the. Oh, whatever. All right. Uh, so this is how it goes. Okay. So where are we gonna find you in the world? You can find me on uh, Vero and Twitter, now called X at at wrosinphoto. I'm on Instagram at Ward Rosin Fine Art. You can find me on Facebook at Ward Rosin Photo. And my website is rosin.ca, R O S I N.ca. And my little business where I sell uh, adapters and lenses 
for Sony and, and Fuji cameras. That's called Ornis Photo, O-R-N-I-S dot photo. And so, Antonio, where can we find you? All right. So Vero and Flickr and X, which I'm never going to talk on anymore, at AM Rosario. My, my new Instagram account is at AM Rosario Photo, P-H-O-T-O. Website is amrosario.com. Our website is streetshots.photography. Subscribe to our Substack newsletter. I got a I got an idea for a for a, a, a newsletter to go out. So streetshots.substack.com. And if you want to support the show, uh, soon we'll have our zine ready. You got to you got to write your your stuff up. Yep. And oh, uh, but up. until then, yeah, until then, buy me a slash Antonio Rosario. If anyone wants to the show somehow that'd be great but even just reaching out um, i've had a few people reach out to me on on bureau and instagram and say you know hey good good show and that really means a lot so yeah drop a line say hi you know whether you like the show or not and uh just say hi so cool all right well that's it the next one will be after thanksgiving thanksgiving is my birthday thanksgiving oh. is your birthday the actual day itself yeah oh okay yeah, so that's so. that's the double whammy. Do you get double turkey or something? I don't know. That's going to be a whole other story. We're going <laughs> to. The, the, anyway, it's a whole. We'll, we'll talk about it's that. A thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. All right. Friend. But for those of us, uh, I'll see, we'll see. You already had your Thanksgiving, right? So yeah. Good, a yeah. month ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but for those who are, we'll see you guys after America Thanksgiving. And uh, it's good talking to you tonight, Board. Yeah, you too. As always, my friend. As always, yeah. So good night to you and good night to everybody. Ciao. See you later. Bye-bye. I'm trying to think. I I had a New York moment. There was something where like... Yeah, tell me the New York moment. Uh, no, I'm, I can't remember it. Now. If I can remember, <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> so it's, how do you know it was a like, New York moment? New, if you can't well, remember because it, because I like well, I wanted to tell Antonio, and I wrote it in my little, uh, you know, my New little York faulty hard drive here, and uh, now I can't remember what it is. Um, oh, I'm, now you got me really curious. You're going to have to. Oh no! Well, it's not. No, the, like, now, at the end of the show, you're going to build it say, up that much. There's, there's no way. At the end of the show, you're going to say, "Oh, I remember what it is." Yeah. I'm going to have to say, "Well." But yeah. what's the context? A New York minute that you forgot. Yeah. Well, it's, you know. What was the feeling of it? Maybe tell me the feeling. What the feeling of it was as if we were walking along Broadway. Like, ah, oh, there's a okay. moment of whatever, you know. Well, it was nice. like that kind of thing.